This is the Agile Thoughts Podcast, and I'm Lance Kine. I'm Jim Benson from Modus Cooperandi and Modus Institute. Uh, I have a crazy background in psychology and urban planning and engineering and software development. Where my passion lies is in building collaborative management systems filled with professionals who know exactly what to do and when to do it. This is the second series of interviews with Jim Benson, author of several self-improvement books, as well as teaming books. The first series was about COVID times office tips. And those episodes started at episode 100. You can find those by going to your favorite search engine and typing in Lancer Agile Thoughts Benson. So, so I have, a, I have a funny, a funny William Rowden story, actually, for you, <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of relevant. Although Jim and I have never had the pleasure of working together, we both have worked with an agile coach named William Rowden. So we like to trade fun stories about him, which often leads to teasing him about it after the fact. William has also been guest on the show a number of times. He was the panelist who represented the less large-scale Scrum framework in the seminal panel for Agile Framework Fight Night, Bout One, which you can find by typing in to your search engine, Lancer Agile Thoughts, Agile Framework Fight Night, Bout One. William was also a special guest on another series called Agile in Wonderland. Again, in your search engine, type in Lancer Agile Thoughts, Agile in Wonderland. William and I were transportation engineers before we started our software company. And at one point, I was promoted to be the head of transportation technology for the, for the corporation. So I got this coveted corner cubicle in part of the building. And this is a building filled with corners, <laughs> so it wasn't like one of four. It was like it was like one of one of like a million corners. But either way, I got this coveted corner cubicle, and I moved William to the cubicle immediately adjacent to me. And he and I were working on something, and we kept standing up to look over the cubicle wall, like. Maybe 25 times a day. Yeah. So finally, one day we were just like, screw this. And we took the walls out from between our two cubicles. Yeah. And then we're like, oh, shit, we've got lots of space. Yeah. So we go downstairs to this room filled with like, you know, derelict furniture. And we get like this little table and some chairs and we come up and put it in the office, in our office. And then... (laughs) A couple days later, some guy shows up and goes, how come you guys get a table? (laughs) (laughs) And we're like, "Uh, there's a whole room full of them downstairs. He's like, but my office isn't this big. It's like, all right, we'll take your uh, wall out from between your office and the other person's office. Like, well, I can't do that. And it's like, well, dude, either collaborate or don't. And... 
And it was it was funny because like even then, William and I were looking for every excuse that we could get to create a more open way of working with each other. Because, I mean, we, we would tussle from time to time, but we really liked each other. Mm. <laughs> and we liked working together, and we liked building stuff, and we really hated waiting. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And so, and so um, the, it can be that simple. Building a collaborative culture can be that simple. It's like step one, decide that you want one. Step two, take down any barriers, physical or otherwise, that are in your way. Yeah, right. It's very sensible, but but you're you're coming from a bias-free uh, standpoint, or maybe you already worked them out, and then all these people around you, the the people, new people already have their existing system in place, and their expectations are set, and they're uh, just operating the way they think things are supposed to be operated, and they are not challenging their existing way of working. They're just doing, mm-hmm. they're just turning the turning the crank. Yeah, we had people accuse us of getting away with things. And I was like, the only thing we got away with was the was the wall. <laughs> but but that isn't even getting away. That's just like the other people didn't think creatively and say like, well, why do I need this wall here? Oh, you mean I can take it down? Oh, yeah, really? You know, it's it's. Well, no, they were all less nesmissing, less less nesmining. They're like, I have to have my wall. It's uh, like, no, dude, you don't need your wall. <laughs> So right. One of the thing, other another thing, like when when we we moved at one point to an office over on Lake Union, William and I did, and we each had an office, and the office had a window between it so we could see each other, and then there was windows all the way around so that we could see out, and then right in front of our offices was the conference table, and then beyond that was like this little row of cubicles. And one of the most moving (laughs) and impactful things that ever happened to me was we move in there, you know, we've gone out, William and I have gone out of our way to like make sure that the the cubicle area is like super awesome. No one sat there. (laughs) They all sat at the conference table. Oh, okay. They, They wouldn't even let us build barriers. Huh. I learned so much from that. Wow, nice. I didn't really probably appreciate it until later where I was like, oh my God, that's what happened. But uh, it's, it's awesome. You know, and right now everybody's wondering like, you know, what happens when we all go back to our, you know, open offices and stuff. But here's the thing. I mean, everyone had their own cubicle. Right. They could sit in them if they wanted yeah. And sometimes they did. So sometimes somebody's like, you know what? I've got to like really pound on this. So I'm just going to go sit in my cubicle for a while. You know, don't bug me while I'm there. And as soon as I'm done, I'll come back out. Yeah. But what they did was they used it as an appropriate chamber for focus. Yeah. And not as like their territory. Yeah. They, they, they inverted the situation. They, the expectation is that you work collaboratively. So we all sat around the table and then... Occasionally, by exception, they would need to do focus work, and so yeah, that's the opposite. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. We're now, we're now. If you want to collaborate with people, you have to what? Call a meeting. You have to schedule something in advance. You have to get a room, and then maybe everybody else is doing the same thing, so you can't get a meeting room. So there's the wait states, and it's a struggle to get a collaborative uh, space in a lot of organizations. And it's funny because, like, a lot of them have, in an effort to have open offices, 
they've created no defendable space. Or they made the defendable space kind of a small afterthought that can only hold like six people. And it's kind of like, you know, the cone of silence where everybody's like crammed in there and bouncing off of each other. That's really frustrating because no one no one builds like open workspaces or like, I don't know, itinerant working spaces. And uh, part of that is, is, is because we fundamentally don't understand why we wanted a, an open office to begin with. We wanted an open office to collaborate, but that doesn't mean sitting in an open space. I wrote a blog post on what's your modus on Medium that was probably the most popular thing I ever wrote. But part of it is I was like, I said, setting people next to each other is not going to make them collaborative any more than setting a jalapeno next to next to a tomato is going to give you salsa or sitting next to LeBron James is going to make you a basketball player. (laughs) But providing different kinds of workspaces is vital. And there's only one company on the whole planet. (laughs) Yeah, this is actually true. One company on the whole planet, Riot Games almost got there, but only one company on the whole planet that really got this right. And it was um, a very large bank in Australia. And they got it right accidentally. (laughs) So they built out these three floors of, 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 of open offices and got rid of everybody's personal space and then had layoffs. Okay. <laughs> so then there was all this open space, but there was way more open space than there was people. Oh. So they would like come in in the morning and they would like sit with their teams and then they'd go off and work in little groups and they'd go off and work in cross-functional groups. And then they, so they would actually move around with the work as, as they needed to solve a problem or get something done. And it was beautiful. And they kept saying, we'll be so glad when we fill this office space back up. I'm like, no, dude, you have Nirvana <laughs> right now, right? This is it. Yeah. This is the thing. Yeah. So multiple types of spaces, you have your whiteboardy space, you have your, you know, flush, you know, horizontal space, you know, you have uh, groups of two, three, 16, 42 that can work together ample space for visualization so this is another one of the problems with uh, the open office concept is everybody got rid of the walls and so now there's no place to put a kanban yeah (laughs) right it's like hey we're big and we're going to collaborate none of us know what's going on all right (laughs) awesome (laughs) oh come on they could buy roller walls you've seen those i'm sure that's Yes, yes, you can. You can put walls back. It's true. In one of my previous lives, I was an architect. Uh-huh. Architects exist. They live. They breathe. They wear little bow ties. They, they drink snooty espresso drinks. And, and they will come in, you know, in their little turtlenecks or whatever, and they will say, okay, what do you want from this space? And, like, we want... Small collaboration, large collaboration. We want people to sit alone. We want them to defendable space. We want a, a blah, 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 blah. They will build that for you if you ask. Uh, they will, honest. Okay, there we are. <laughs> so, so um, it's, it's a requirements I, problem. Nobody knows the requirements. That's exactly right. Or they, or they gave them a user story. <laughs> so here's, here's a vague idea of what we want. Go build it. Yeah. Okay, well. No there feedback. you go. Yeah, no feedback. 
Um, so these are obviously, because I'm getting all worked up about it, these are the things that really excite me because they really represent human industry and human potential. And I have seen small groups of people get tons of stuff done. So the Vietnamese group, we wrote the thing in two-thirds the time that they asked for and spent two-thirds the money. Mm. And they did it. They, they finished quickly because it was collaborative. Yeah. In 1980, when tornadoes wiped out my hometown, I saw the hometown, everyone show up to do whatever they could. Mm-hmm. When it is clear what needs to be done, people will always do it. Progressive Insurance is a company, there are like a few companies I feel like really blessed to have worked with. Progressive Insurance, it doesn't matter whether it's underwriting, whether it's investigation, whether it's advertising, whether it's HR, whoever it is in the organization, it is a company that just has ridiculous clarity. They know what their mission is, they know what they can do, they know how they can help, they know what their job description is and how they can exceed that job description. And when I got there and I was working with them, they were, people can only see their their own failings often. And they're like, you know, hey, we feel like, you know, we need this help and we need this help and we need this help. And I'm like, you guys are amazing. <laughs> can we just stop for a moment and revel in how absolutely amazing you are? I'm Jim Benson from Modus Cooperandi and Modus Institute. Uh, I have a crazy background in psychology and urban planning and engineering and software development. Where my passion lies is in building collaborative management systems filled with professionals who know exactly what to do and when to do it. Right now, during this COVID-19 era, We have a series of courses at modusinstitute.com and they are currently being provided at cost for 70% off for a subscription. And in them are a variety of classes that help you build a culture and understand what's truly important in the planning and adjudication of your work, be that individual work, teamwork, or corporate work. I hope to see you in the classes, and if you do show up in the classes, I would suggest you start in one of two places. Uh, One is either in the personal Kanban class, or the second is actually, strangely enough, in the prioritization for teams course. And that's the one that will have the most immediate visualizations about how to understand work that is in chaos. Please do show up. Like I said, it, it can't get any cheaper because it's, it's, it's what it costs for us to keep it running. <laughs> but um, looking forward to seeing you there. Once you're there, you can join the Modus community. We can talk about these things at length. I love working with people and I love seeing projects completed in a timely and professional way. Agile Thoughts wants your help. 
However you find our show, be it through iTunes, Stitcher, or any of the other podcast aggregation systems, go ahead and leave us a review. Click some stars. And that will help us grow the show. Thank you. If you're listening to the show on a podcast player, open up that baby and look at the show notes. If you don't have a podcast player and you downloaded this from a computer, go back to the website where you downloaded this MP3 and that webpage contains cool notes like links to Jim's work on Amazon and links to Jim's company and his courses. This is the end of the second series with Jim Benson. The series started with episode 162. And if you're like my friend Ricardo and you missed the beginning of this, or you want to hear the other series we did with Jim Benson about virtual teams during COVID times and tips on how to make that work well, go to your favorite web browser and type in Lancer Agile Thoughts Benson. B-E-N-S-O-N.